I think one of the things that um, I've learned through this journey is that for first-time parents who are bringing children to a centre, is that when they call a centre or they come in, they want that communication line to be open straight away mm -hmm. and they want someone that they can communicate with on any questions that they have. You're listening to the Early Learning Podcast, brought to you by StoryPark. If you want to get in touch, just send an email at media at storypark.com. You can also watch this interview on YouTube. You'll find this at youtube.com slash storyparktv. I'm Michelle, and welcome to Early Childhood Innovation. This week's episode is particularly interesting if you're in a management role at an early childhood service. I had a chat with Dawn. She plays a special role at Above and Beyond, which is dedicated to welcoming new families into the center. She also helps out the educational leaders by doing a lot of their administrative tasks so that they have more time to spend directly with the children. How incredible does that sound? Let's get into it. Nice to have you with us. Thank you, appreciate that. I'm wondering if we can start off and describe your role here at Above and Beyond. Okay, so part of my role is to look after all the enrollments for all of our five centers. And that's taking the families on a journey from the first phone call or from the first time they come into the center to having their child enroll with us. And then I journey with them a little bit until I hand them over to the educational leaders. What is the journey like for a new parent? So often a parent will either call us by phone or they'll turn up at one of our centers. And when they come in, we will show them, so the ones that come up to the center, we'll show them around the center, give them the information, the values of above and beyond. Often we'll leave them in one of the rooms at the age of their child's at so that they can have a feel whether it's something that they want to pursue and continue on with us. And then we'll take their details from them. At that point, I will then email the family and give them a little bit more information, a link to our website so they can also have a link to the enrollment because all our enrollments are done online. At that point, if a family then decides to enroll with us, um, that link comes through to me, so I get their details. Mm -hmm. I will usually um, complete that enrollment within an hour of it coming to me, and then I'll confirm that for them. At that point, I then look at times for them to come in to do visits at the centre, and usually we do two to three visits before a family starts with us. And that's usually for an hour, either in the morning or the afternoon. Would they meet their potential teachers when they're yes, coming they in? Yes, they do. So they spend a bit of time learning about the teachers, the teachers learning about the child's routine and about the child itself. And it gets the parent ready to be feeling comfortable to leave them with us. I imagine there could be some nerves from parents yes. dropping off their children around the new enrollment. Yeah. Often there is. Um, some parents have had children in daycare before. But for parents who are relatively new to the system, there is, and I just usually journey with them and give them a phone call after their visits to ensure that everything has gone well and to see if they've got any more questions that they may have thought about after they've left us. And also the teachers do a lot of that as well, so just reassuring them. Mm -hmm. And I think for the families to have those visits, it's really important because they see the environment that they're bringing the child into mm -hmm. and that the love and care and the values that Above and Beyond has to take them on that journey. How do you think you do things different with the enrollment compared to other centres? I think we treat each enrollment as an individual. So even though I do all the enrollments for all of our centres, each family is an individual and is very unique. 
And so taking them on that journey, another thing that we will do once they've enrolled is we send a parcel out to the child and that parcel is a letter from the educational leader and we send the child a teddy. So it's a bond and a link mm -hmm. to the centre that they'll be coming to. And often the parents will send photos through to us of the child and the child's already named the teddy and they start to get excited about coming to be with us. Oh, that's a nice welcome for the children very much themselves. So. Do you have any stories of parents maybe first week at the centre? I think I, I can think of one in particular that comes to mind right away is uh, Miss Ella and she's at a uh, Gatepass Centre. And I had a lot of communication with the mother beforehand and she used to send me photos every single week before the child started. And then when the child started, she used to send me photos of the child in the daycare center. And so it's a, a nice link that when you finally meet those parents, if I haven't already met them, that I know them before I've, I've actually met them face to face, mm -hmm. which is lovely. It's wonderful. Yeah. I yeah. imagine that really helps to build the community with the yeah, parents and the teachers and yourself. Oh, yeah. that's really interesting. And each, in, like I said before, each enrollment to me is very special. Mm -hmm. Have you had children coming in and telling you about their teddy bear that they've received? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. They usually bring them with oh, them as well. And so we get photos sent to us as well. No, yeah. That's wonderful. Can you tell me about um, the journey with five different centers and enrollment across that? So initially when I started with Above and Beyond and I took on the role, um, I looked at how things were being done and the process. And as a process person and not wanting to miss anyone or any phone call or anyone who walks into the centers, I developed spreadsheets that I keep on each of all of our families. So each of our centres has its own spreadsheet. And what I do with that is I'm able to track each family's journey mm. until they start at the centre, which mm. has been wonderful. Mm. It has helped tremendously. Mm. And I can look back on some of those families as well on the spreadsheet, just to see how long they've been with us. So when I'm calling them, I can say, you know, I know you've been here for a month with us now. How are you finding that first month or the first few weeks mm. or a little bit down the track. I usually go back if some have been with us for six months and I call them as well to see how it's all going, if they've got any concerns, if they've transitioned from one room to another in one of the centres. So everything, all that detail is on a spreadsheet, which makes it so much easier across mm -hmm. five centres. Mm -hmm. And more personal, as you said, yes, treating each child and each family as an individual and yeah. their own unique transitions they're going through. Yeah. And yes. that's helped you with efficiency, I suppose? Yes, very much so, and time mm. as well. And often, you know, we may get a phone call um, from a family that are partway through the process. And so it's easy for me just to go back to the spreadsheet and see where everything's at for them. Mm -hmm. So nothing gets missed as well. So the spreadsheets you've, you've developed, tell me a little bit more about how they work for you. So as soon as a family um, enrolls with us, um, I put on the the name of the child and the date that they're starting and the spreadsheet will link us back to our database as well. So I can just click for any personalized information that I may need about the child. We set pin numbers up for our families, whether they've received their teddy or not, whether they've had their welcome email, have they got their welcome letter and their agreement, have I received their birth certificate and immunization records mm -hmm. and any other notes that I may need in regard to that child. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that um, I've learned through this journey is that for first-time parents who are bringing children to a centre, is that when they call a centre or they come in, they want that communication line to be open straight away mm -hmm. and they want someone that they can communicate with 
on any questions that they have. So that would also work with the follow-up as well. When I'm ringing families after they've been here for a month or two months or three months, that they have someone, an outside link, mm -hmm. even though it's an internal link from the center, even though I'm connected with the centers, that they can talk through some of um, the challenges they may have, if they have them, or just someone different that they can hash things out with a little bit mm -hmm. and have that different ear as well. And because I do ring a lot of our families, um, just to see how they're doing as well as a parent in their journey as well, how the child's doing outside of the centre as well as inside of the centre, and is there any other support that we could give the child while they're here at the centre to help make things easier for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Seems like a wonderful touch because sometimes that information may not be able to be passed on to the teacher right away. So to have yeah. that kind of background source and then support the home. Especially if a parent is dropping off a child and going to work. And so there's, they're sometimes quite rushed. Mm -hmm. If I'm able to give them that call and get some more information from them, if they're wanting to pass that on. Of Most of the time, 99% of our families are very happy with Above and Beyond. They love being part of the Above and Beyond family but they do like that communication as well. Um, can you tell me how you handle if an interested parent walks in or, or phones the centre? So if a parent phones the centre, we um, usually all the calls will be put through to me and we have what is called an expression of interest form. And so I will get some details from them, the child's age, a phone number, an email address, when they're looking at starting, where they heard about us, and which of our centres they'd be most interested in, in visiting. At that point, I would also then arrange for them for a visit to go into one of our centres. If it's a walk-in, after we've shown them through the centre and gone through um, what we have to offer, we then go through our values with them, and then I'll get some details from them on the expression of interest form, exactly like I do with a phone call, and let them know that they'll have an email within an hour of leaving the centre. And if I'm not at that centre, um, the phone call's been directed to me when I'm at one of the other centres, mm. then I'm able to um, get that information to the centre and organise a visit straight away. Mm. So it gives me an idea to oh, where all our interest is coming from and be able to direct it to the right centre. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's all streamlined to you? Streamlined to <laughs> me. So I'm the first port of call mm -hmm. and I journey with the family right through Throughout. that whole process. So we just heard about how Dawn welcomes new families into the centers. Another interesting part of her role is how she helps the educational leaders with the administrative tasks which commonly distract from their dedicated time with the children. This is a unique management approach, but one that I'm sure sounds quite interesting to a lot of the educators watching right now. So let's hear more about it. So the other side of my role is assisting all the educational leaders with paperwork. So it frees them up to be able to do the role as an educational leader. And that means um, collecting all the ministry paperwork. So it's the change of hours that need to be done. Again, there's a process that has been set up for that. So we can track it through a spreadsheet. So there's a, a like a spreadsheet for each one of our centers. And if a child changes their hours, it goes onto the spreadsheet. We send the form to the center and then we can track the spreadsheet that those forms are coming back. So it makes everything streamlined. Mm. As far as the, um, the weekly sign off um, hours that we have to do for the ministry, I will 
go around the centres and ensure that everyone's on track with that and assist the educational leaders where need be with the paperwork side of things, like I said before, so that they can be doing their education role as opposed to focusing so much on paperwork. Mm -hmm. I feel very fortunate in the role that I have yeah. to have such diversity with the role mm -hmm. and to be able to go around each of our five centres. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you were telling me a little bit more about how you unburden a lot of the educational leaders at your centres. Can you elaborate what's what that involves? Usually at the end of one week, I would decide which centre that I would be going to for the next week. And through that journey, I would talk to the educational leader of any paperwork that they feel needs to be chased up on. And I would do that while I was in the centre to help them with that. Just being that extra pair of hands and dealing with all those um, wads of paperwork mm -hmm. that we have. So that the educators can really focus on time with the children and child development. And spend time with the teachers and assisting mm -hmm. where they need to as well and planning the program. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've just heard some really neat stories and ideas how Above and Beyond welcomes their families into their center. Just leads me to wonder how you might welcome families into your center. Do you have any innovative ways or ideas or even stories of how you've welcomed families in their journey into your center? Take care of yourself and remember that everyone's an innovator. You've been listening to the Early Learning Podcast, brought to you by StoryPark. Don't forget, if you'd like to get in touch, email us at media at storypark.com.